Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Date Differently. So last episode, we ended on talking about confidence. And this week, we're going to pick up where we left off and open the conversation up about confidence and about how you get confidence for dating and what confidence is. Welcome to Date Differently, a podcast for the right girls dating the wrong guys. Where we talk about breaking all the goddamn rules. Tiff, Russ, what is confidence? I guess it's like a driver. How do you even explain confidence? Like it's, it's you doing what you're doing, but like owning what you're doing as well. One thing that I do that makes me feel confident is I know that when I look good, I feel good. One thing leads into another. So I always make sure that I look good and therefore I feel good so that I look good and like I'm, I'm feeling it. And the vibe that I'm putting out there is good because I look and feel good. Mm. And I think that's a really interesting thing that you touched on about. It's a cycle because, well, you can sometimes grow confidence from nothing, but you can't just sit there and think, right, I'm not feeling very confident today. Okay. Got to get confident. Got to get confident. You can't just tell yourself to get confident. Mm. Sometimes you have to do things that make you feel more confident. I fucking hate this question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like my entire life, particularly when I was younger and definitely through my dating life, I got told women like a confident man. Russ, you need to be more confident. Go, you got to be more confident. What the fuck does that even mean, right? I was so, it was so stressful coming out, going in through my own dating journey, kind of coming out of being this uber nerd, coming out of a bad relationship, and then getting out there and starting to date women, and then getting told I need to be more confident, and going, yep, yep, I can do that. How? And mm. I think that's why it's so important to have this chat about what is confidence because mm. confidence is it's a positive thing. We all know that it's good to be confident. People like confident people and you feel better when you're feeling confident. And so it's important to talk about what the hell is it and, mm. and how can we get some? I think it all starts with yourself though. Self-awareness has a lot to do with confidence and, and I guess why you do the things that you do and, and if you feel like you're doing them well. So knowing who you are. Yeah, really, definitely. That echoes that resonates with me massively. Like, like as part of the date differently strategy, we talk a lot about thinking differently, and confidence comes up all the time, right? So, confidence comes up as a big part of dating, and for me, confidence is simply put, having a certainty around your story, being certain about something. Mm-hmm. It could be about your personality and who you are, the kind of woman you are, the kind of man you can try and you're trying to be. A bit being certain about it. Like for example, when you say, Oh, I'm I can confidently send an email, it's not that you've developed this confidence, it's that you're certain that you know how to send an email. You're competent, you know how to open Outlook, you know how to type, you know how to press send. So You've gone through some kind of learning, some kind of skill set that you've built up, and you're certain of that thing. When it comes to confidence and dating, if you're certain about yourself, like who the hell are you, and you can learn how to communicate that really well to a guy, then you're going to ooze confidence. It's funny that you made the comparison to sending an email because when you're sending an email, you have complete control over the message, you know what you're opening up, and you control the whole situation. So you can be confident that sending an email is going to be effective and it's going to happen. Whereas with dating, you're with someone else. And so you can't be confident that the date is going to go perfectly or that it's going to work out because there are so many variables that you can't control. Yeah, so stop trying to control them. The only thing you can control is you, right? You can only control your thoughts, your actions, and how you see yourself. So you can be confident. You might not be confident in the outcome of the date, 
but you don't need to be. You need to be confident in who you are when you show up on that date and just show up as the woman you want to be or show up as the man you want to be on that date. Question right, to you both. Who is someone that's really confident in your life that you admire or aspire to be like or that really blows you away? Tiff. So there is a woman who I really looked up to. Um, I still do, but she worked at a radio station in Darwin and she oozed self-assuredness, confidence. And you look at her life and she's got two kids. She's got a husband that's working in development. She's got it all. She wears the most lavish outfits. She talks on TV. She has an amazing cackle of a laugh of a woman and she is the hardest working like presenter. She has like a talk show in Darwin. Well, she's got the highest profile in that radio station and she she can be hard and she can ask the hard questions and ask the you know the politicians why haven't you done this and pull them up on it but then at the same time she can walk out of the studio you know swearing her head off laughing and being like I fucked that up <laughs> laughing it completely and she just oozes this kind of mm. self-assuredness and I look certainty. at certainty yeah yeah 100% I was like I want to be like you that's amazing shout outs to Katie Wolf thank you <laughs> Brilliant. Matt, what about yourself? Is anyone in your life you're like, yeah, such a confident woman? That's a hard one for me. I think I look at my friends and family around me and I think when they do things, when they sort of own themselves, they do sort of things in their day-to-day life that oozes confidence. The one person that is coming through in my head is my mum. Yeah. Like my mum has so many crazy hobbies. I'll get home and she'll be like boiling something on the stove. I'm like, oh, cool. What's for dinner? And she's like, oh, no, I'm actually dying yarn. Um, I'm making some <laughs> rainbow yarn so I can make a scarf out of it. I'm like, that is so cool. And then we'll be going on a walk and she'll see a tree branch and she'll be like, oh, my God, that's perfect. Pick up the tree branch and then carry it home to make cards. <laughs> so she just does all of these really cool things. And a lot of people might look at that and be like, oh, she's so quirky. What's she doing? Judge, judge, judge. Mm-hmm. But like, she's she's so cool. She owns it. She's like, yeah, I have all these yeah. weird, quirky, cool hobbies. Like, And, that, and, and what you said there, she owns it, right? Mm. So a cert- again, a certainty. Yeah. So for me, like being able to define confidence is right but developing a certainty around your story whatever that is like like it's no secret and i've you know brought it up throughout most of these episodes in this podcast that i was an uber nerd growing up when i was embarrassed about being an uber nerd particularly around dating and particularly around meeting women then i was not confident at all the moment i sort of accepted that I was an uber nerd and that was okay. The moment I was able to kind of go, I really enjoy Star Trek and comic books and reading manga and, and sketching up things and, and doing all the Marvel and DC stuff and being really kind of comfortable with it and kind of being, again, for want of a more appropriate meme, unapologetically me, then I was certain about who I was. But I almost think today being certain about your story is most definitely confidence, but it's not enough, Right. To be able to be confident, you have to have a certainty around your story, but then you need to be able to communicate that to the men that you're dating. And, like, unconditionally, if that makes sense. Blank faces around the room, though. (laughs) Actually, yeah. When you say that, unconditionally, what do you mean, unconditionally? So, for example, there are a lot of women that I meet that are like, yeah, I am confident. 
I'm so confident. I, I, you know, I, I'm just meeting shitty guys, right? To me, they're not oozing confidence. They're using it as a barrier for like approval or self. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say Wait, is it becomes being able to unconditionally communicate who you are. Like nothing holds you back. So unapologetically is maybe what I'm trying to say here. Right. So you don't let anything hold you back from saying, this is me. This is how I show up. In the words of Kesha, this is me. This is me, yeah. And I think people that you see who you might think are confident from the outset. So from an outsider's point of view, you see someone, maybe they've got really high heels, maybe she's got a really fitted dress, she's got her hair all done, she's walking with her shoulders up, she's like really chatty, laughs really loud, and she comes across as quite confident. But then there is people that I know in my life who are like that but then you know deep down inside they're scared to show their true selves? Yes. Confidence might not be transferable across life, right? So you might be incredibly confident in how you dress and go to work and what you say is your job, but that same confidence doesn't translate to your dating life, right? Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And the other thing as well, Mads, what you said that kind of sparks a thought in my head is like the whole fake it till you make it kind of thing, but you're not really making it. You're kind of seeking approval to validate your confidence. So you're dressing in a certain way, acting in a certain way, talking in a certain way, projecting confidence, but not really confident, self-confident on the inside. It brings it back to mindset, right? Like if you believe you are confident, you are. If you believe it's so, it is so. For years, I didn't feel like a confident broadcaster. And I think that's part of why it took me 10 years or like eight years to get my first ever full-time radio gig because I'd been working in radio, but I didn't feel confident in my abilities. And it wasn't until I put the time in, I worked on it every single day for months. And I started to believe my own hype. I started walking the walk and talking the talk and because I was actioning it, I believed it and then other people started believing it. That's it. I think you did have a little bit of fake it till you make it. I feel like it's important to have a little bit of that fake it till you make it because it just sort of gets you in that mindset and gets you thinking, yeah, I can do this. Like, I'm going to work. I'm a, I'm a radio broadcaster. That's who I am. Like, you're not really faking it, but you're sort of just telling well, yourself that mm, you are that person. Maybe we can tweak that because you are, Tiff, a radio broadcaster. So maybe it's not fake it till you make it. Maybe it's fake it till you become it. That's it. And that's I, it. Because you, you, you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and then you become that person. And it may feel unnatural and weird at the start. It brings it back to that fear of rejection and fear of failure where nobody wants to look silly and to be the beginner and to start on the bottom rung. But the only way you're ever going to start climbing any ladder in your life, whether it's dating, whether it's job, whether it's personal, is if you start on the bottom rung. And it's this whole practice makes perfect mentality or Practice makes... Permanent. So practice makes yeah. permanent. So just do it. Just keep going. And and to build on that, yeah, I agree with you. Right? Practice makes perfect is something that has been around for years, right? If you're learning how to play tennis and you are given a tennis racket and you hold it backwards, like with the grid in your hand, and then somebody shoots a million tennis balls at you and you just keep practicing trying to do that and you don't know any different... That's going to be permanently how you pick up a tennis racket. That's going to be permanently part of how you think about tennis, right? So practice makes permanent. But if you learn the right way to do something and then practice it, then it can become perfect. Then it become part of who you are and part of your repertoire. And that has got me thinking about this whole confidence topic because if you're practicing being confident and using ways that you think is what confidence is, so you're like, oh, confident people like wear bright colors, confident people have big hair, confident people have high shoes. That might not be who you are. You might not like wearing 
wearing colors or having big hair or wearing high shoes. I mean, you might love it. But if you're doing things that you think is what confident people are doing, then you're not really being confident. the true confident you. Mm. You're just holding your tennis racket backwards. It brings it back yeah. to owning your story mm. and being certain with yourself. You know, it, it is, again, self-awareness and making sure that you're okay with you enough to be able to express yourself in whatever way it is. It, it's being confident and knowing that I can do this, whatever this is. Yeah, and, and confidence is such a big topic and it's something that can span every area of your life but what i want to do is i want to sort of bring that back around a little bit to dating mm. and one of the reasons i want to talk about this topic other than we brought it up in the last episode uh is also i i get a lot of women that i've worked with saying to me that they feel that their confidence gets knocked because they're going on like 50 first dates they're going on date after date after date after date with a different guy and it's not translating into a relationship like do you guys have any thoughts around that like do you have you ever experienced that I've definitely experienced that in the past. Yeah, you see yourself going on so many dates and, you know, you've mastered your self-confidence. You're ready to go on a date. You're feeling good. You're in a great outfit that you love. You're all set. And then you go on a date and then it just doesn't work out. And it does shake you a little bit. and makes you think, what am I doing wrong? What part of me is he not interested in? And people are very vague when you say, why didn't it work out? People ghost. People aren't very forward in why they don't want to keep dating you. So mm. I think that happens with a lot of people. It does knock their confidence. But then what about, so I have clients that have said to me, Russ, I went on a date with this guy and it was fucking fantastic. I had the best time. We did X, Y, and Z. It felt amazing. I had a great time. He had a great time. We had a cheeky little kiss at the end and we went our separate ways. And I'd say, yeah, that's a great outcome, right, for your date. And it might be a first date and a second date, but then nothing comes of it. And the girls are really frustrated. And to your point, Maddie, is they go, what's wrong with me? What did mm. I do wrong? And I don't think they have done anything wrong. And I don't think there is anything wrong with them. But yet this is the way of the world at the moment. I did, does it happen? Yeah, I don't. A hundred percent it like, does happen. But I, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Like it's the way of the world. And, and I guess you tend to want to internalize that. And it brings it back down to dating fatigue. And you kind of think, oh. Mm. I'm sick of this. You know, I've put myself out there. I've got this confidence. And then in a way, it kind of just chisels away at your self-confidence and your dating confidence because you get so over doing the same thing. You know, you're going on a crap ton of dates and it never ends. You're asking the same questions. You're answering the same questions. And it feels like you're going around in a circle. And then it's like, bang, you're back at dating fatigue. Mm. That's it. And that's definitely when your confidence is feeling shattered you get dating fatigue and then you need to go on your dating detox. Yeah, you do. You get the dating fatigue, right? But sometimes you don't realise it and sometimes you just keep dating. I'm like There are girls literally mm. going on 50 first dates. Like mm. I, I'm literally speaking to women that are saying to me, I just can't get through that second or third date and then I start again and I'm stuck in a cycle. And I think technology lends itself to this a little bit. You know, that seems to be a common thread through the entire series. Would you say that that is mainly a confidence thing though? Because they're going on the 50 first dates... Is it confidence or is it something else that, you know, it's not translating from the dating life to the love life? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's an issue with their confidence, but I think it can knock their confidence. Mm. Like it can knock anyone's confidence, right? You're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. Isn't that Einstein's definition of insanity? Can I share this with you quickly, right? So what what it reminds me of is The Bachelor. Two years ago, 
we decided to watch The Bachelor, like the Social Collective, as part of the Date Differently strategy, just to understand what the hype... And I'd never watched The Bachelor before. We decided to watch The Bachelor and comment on every episode. And something came to light for me watching that, because it's just entertainment, right? You got this guy, and he's dating multiple women. Mm. Right? So The Bachelor is literally doing what everyone hates guys doing, dating multiple women. But we're all watching it, and we're all loving it, and we're all entertained by it. And you see a bird's eye view of dating. You see this guy basically come along, he meets girl number one, and they go on a date. And they have a really fun, interesting, exciting date. And they share a little kiss at the end of it. And he gives her a rose and he's like, I really like you. And she goes away really, really happy. Mm. And then she goes on, the next week he goes on a date with another girl, which is just as fun. And just as interesting and just as awesome. And when you're looking at it as a bird's eye view from top down, what you're seeing is a guy dating multiple women, having great times at all of them and having to pick one. But when you're dating yourself, you don't have a bird's eye view. You only have your view. Mm-hmm. And that you see a great date and you don't necessarily associate that he's having those same great dates with other people because why would you? You're dating him. Yeah. So I think that, I call it the bachelor syndrome or whatever. I think that adds a lot to it. I think it's about also like the story that we tell ourselves in our head, bringing it back to like the fact that he's not a mind reader, you know, and and you have no idea what's going on in someone else's life. It's that judging and the fear of the unknown when all you can really do is, you know, have the story in your head, which you deduce from, you know, certain things like whether or not he takes you back quickly or, Mm. you know, how his communication is throughout the day and, and, you know, what he's like when he's with you and things like that. All of that just forms this story that you're making up in your head. Yeah, don't create his story. Uh, Yeah, I totally agree. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. You don't have the evidence. And we're very good at making assumptions to protect ourselves. Okay, well, that's been a really good chat about confidence in this episode. It's really got me thinking about things that I can do to be more confident, just mindsets that I can have to exude more confidence in my dating life, which will hopefully have a knock-on effect in other areas of my life. So I think it'll be a nice little takeaway if we all sort of share a tip we all have for getting more confidence. So my biggest tip for having more confidence would be not to compare yourself to others. I'm so guilty of doing that and I think the more you sort of look on Instagram and social media and see what other people are doing, the more you reflect on yourself and you think, I'm not this, I'm not that. It translates into dating as well because you can't compare yourself to others. You can't compare yourself to TV. You can't compare yourself to the rom-coms. So you just date how you want to date. On that, you know, it's really important for you to own it. Own who you are. When you get comfortable with yourself, you know, it really is looking at not second guessing yourself. It brings it back to the whole fact that no one is ever going to put as much thoughts or actions into your thoughts or actions. So if you just constantly think about that and try and remember that when you're dating or when you're just going about life, if you think, oh, what are people going to think of me or what's he going to think of me if I don't go up to him? He's not thinking of you at all until you go up to him. You know, there's more to it. And I think, look, for me, I'm going to take a slightly different angle. I agree with everything you said, make it about you, right? But I'm going to say to help improve your confidence in dating, change the way you think about the men you're meeting, right? So men are not the reason to do what you're doing. Men are the result of who you are. You don't need to be more confident to attract a man. You don't need to change the way you talk, stand, look, dress to attract a man. You do that for yourself to make yourself feel great and to be about, make it about you. Men are no longer the reason you're taking this action. They become the result 
of you because you start to attract those kind of men. And the one thing a mentor once said to me was don't try to attract someone else, be an attractive person. And that's my key takeaway from this. And that's what I would like you all to walk away with if you're listening to this. That's an amazing takeaway. And Tiff, your point was amazing. We've definitely got some, some got things some to think about. stuff in this. Yeah, mm. thanks. All right, guys. So let's uh, let's wrap this up here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This, is, um, this has been fun. And this has been All Things Confidence. Thanks for listening, guys. If you like what we're putting down, do not hesitate to hit subscribe to this podcast and help continue the conversation with us on our Facebook group. It's hashtag date differently. Let's break all the goddamn rules. We would love to see you there.